0: It is, in essence, incredibly easy way to just get the food and diet right. But when I say just, honestly, the, my passion really is to fully understand how important getting that right is. Because if you haven't got somebody's food
1: right, you could easily just be doing one step forward, one step back. Or, yeah. Always. I mean, there's a big question in there right now because of the way we're all working. How do you get all of these measurements when you're working with someone online? Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists and practitioners responding directly to the needs of a practicing natural therapist with interviews, herbal discussions, something business, something clinical you'll get the variety you need to enjoy and stay motivated and practice. So thanks for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast for our episodes. If you'd like more support, get in contact, and I look forward to working with you soon. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. Now, you may remember a month ago, we had Cherry Wallace from Metabolic Balance come and talk to us about how she got to Australia and the systems, what metabolic balance allowed bit about what it is but we never really got down because this is the bite-sized podcast folks we never got really down into what it is what the systems are how it actually works so curious come back so that we can have another go at it just remember in the show notes is information all about her and about the system and of course the link back to her site so that you can find out more about it but thank you so much for being with us again That's wonderful. Thank you. And tell us, how does it work? What are the nuts and bolts now of metabolic balance? I know you take bloods. That's about my knowledge in now. So in essence... Metabolic balance is an analysis to
0: provide a menu plan and a food list for a client to follow in order for them to achieve their health goals. So, the process itself is a practitioner would be doing either their own normal initial consult, they may have existing clients that they then say, Okay, MB is a great option for you now. And you would fill in the details, you do the body measurements, we determine their current health conditions there's about 75 health conditions that the program can take into account they kind of a range from depression, PCOS, endometriosis, hypertension, mm-hmm. hypothyroid, vertigo, insomnia. That's kind. Of, there's mm-hmm. a lot of conditions. And their body measurements. And then you would send the client off to get their pathology draw. So we have great systems in place that do a request form. They could even go through their GP if necessary, but they get their pathology done. And we need 35 different parameters that... Cover liver function, full blood count, CRP, thyroid, iron studies, creating kinase, pancreatic function. And you put all of that data into an online system Mm -hmm. and click the request plan button. And the analysis does its amazing thing from Germany. So it's everything is all based in Germany and is supported from Germany. But within about, can range from an hour to 48 hours, depending on the complexity of the client and what's going on with them and if it needs further investigation. But you then get a menu plan and a food list for your client, which you then support them through. So it is in essence, incredibly easy way to just get the food and diet right. But when I say just, honestly, the, my passion okay. really is to fully understand how important getting that right is. Because if you haven't got somebody's food
1: right, you could easily just be doing one step forward, one step back. All the- Always. Yeah. I mean, there's a big question in there right now because of the way we're all working. How do you get all of these measurements when you're working with someone online?
0: I mean, you just have to direct the client to, right. how to how to take body measurements, preferably asking a friend or family member to help mm-hmm. them. We're talking waist, hip and thigh measurements. Right. It's not yep. particularly onerous. No. Obviously, when if a practitioner can do it themselves, then you know you've got a bit more accuracy. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, what we're really trying to convey for the analysis is that body shape. Right. So we just need to get that across, really. And the height. We also need an accurate height and weight,
1: too. Right. Yeah. So it's actually a great system yeah in itself because you're getting it's all the a, information from your clients which is what yeah. we all need yeah. in that first appointment we need all that information yeah. and then you're setting them on a food wellness path so if yeah. you're a naturopath you can still do all the other stuff on top or or you not and i think this again
0: is something that it's really important for practitioners to understand it's another tool in your toolkit But when you fully grasp the value of that tool, it's kind of like where you're thinking, well, I just need to get somebody doing this. Because like I said, if you haven't got that diorama and... It's so easy to say, oh, yeah, somebody's got a clean diet, but they've still got problems. They still can't lose weight or they still can't resolve that inflammation or their, their, their antibodies are still rising or nothing's changing. Yeah. And you're kind of like, okay, well, what are you going to do about that? And it's not just another supplement. That's the bit that kind of, from my point of view, supplements are amazing, but they have to be a supplement.
1: <laughs> That's in the <laughs> yeah. word.
0: It's a supplement.
1: Totally. <laughs> not to
0: just- Plug a hole that's really vital to plug. And when you've got that plug exactly right, we know it can be amazing. But if you haven't got the actual everything else working like in terms of what they're eating and drinking every single day, then with,
1: it's always, well, how are you really going to get them results? So it sounds like it's an amazing system to have. So we've come out of college, most of my listeners mm-hmm. here relatively new to practice or just have lower numbers of clients. Okay? Because yeah, I'd love to stop you on that as well mm-hmm. to say I have some incredibly successful
0: practitioners who I've now trained up who have incredibly busy practices. Yeah. But at the same time, you still need to have great systems if you are oh, yeah. actually to have great cash flow, a great business model. Yeah and can really have that really good work-life balance. There are some incredibly busy practitioners out there that literally will tell you, I don't know, I feel like I'm burning out. Yeah. And actually, if you don't have the systems in place, that's the reality. However
1: busy, however long in practice you've been, I honestly feel we can always learn and we can always improve. Oh, totally. And We're actually on the same wavelength by the sound of it. I totally agree. We need yeah. the systems. I, yeah. I work one-to-one with practitioners. Yeah. well as in groups. And I look at them and I'm like, so how are you taking the money? And they're like, oh, yeah. I invoice them. I'm like, yeah. this is double handling. They yeah. can book in with you and pay yeah. before they even see you. Mm. You don't even have to touch that. There's yeah. systems we can yeah. use. And then we've yeah. got these... Other, these adjuncts to our practice. So for yeah. me, it's hypnosis. I've got this other mm, modality yeah. that mm. when they need it, I'm like, yeah, okay, off we go. So we all need to have other modalities. However, we don't need a million other modalities. Mm. We need one that we can see is going to push in the direction we want to go. I think
0: the other thing that I very keen to try and help new practitioners, especially understand is the importance of having a business mindset, as well as being a caring and empathic and compassionate practitioner. Because if you don't see yourself as a business person, as well as a practitioner then I just like how are you going to really progress and have that great work-life balance and do something that you love as well as helping people and feel appreciated back yeah. the lack of seeing yourself as a business person is probably the biggest thing that often comes across in calls that I have Absolutely. it's yeah. so sad in our yeah. profession
1: that it's not properly recognized yeah one of my dearest practitioner friends is exactly like that I speak to her I'm like she's still working as a nurse. Nurse, because she has to cover the bills. Well, yes. you know, you're seeing like <laughs> heaps of clients. How are you not covering the? Oh, well, I've just got to see this one, but I'm making him dinner to take home with him. You are yeah. a business. Yes. Yeah. We've got this you're love. like asking yourself
0: a question, even what do you do? Yeah. What do you actually do to help people? Because, or well, what do you do just as your work? And just to say I'm a naturopath, well, okay, that's great. Wonderful. But what do you actually do to help people? Yeah. What is your product? because yes. every business needs a great product a great service a great result yeah something that somebody can actually tangibly see yep. and Until you have that really kind of in your mind, what is
1: it you actually do? Yeah, it's, yeah, I think I feel practitioners flounder. Absolutely. And knowing, having a focus, we can find that from our own ill health. Mm. So as you'd said Mm. in our previous podcast, you had some Mm. gut issues. And so this is what put you on the path. I don't have any health issues that put me on the path. I had health issues. Yeah. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. But they didn't put me on this learning path. I stumbled into this learning path. But yeah. That means that we've got a focus and we're following yeah. our focus.
0: But it's a kind of interesting point that my health issues, as I said, was mainly guts, energy, yeah. basically I had a very strong underlying gluten intolerance that was just impacting my whole body for years and years. Anyway, I've never had weight issues. And yet, my whole practice primarily is actually helping probably people lose weight, even or, or reduce inflammation that leads to a lot of weight gain for people. Hmm. And that's another little sort of, I don't know, point I do feel very strongly about is that as practitioners, we've got to have a lot of empathy, but also it shouldn't be about us. No, no. As in, my practice is not about, okay, well, I don't have weight issues, therefore I'm not going to help anybody with weight issues. Yep. Or I only have it's or if I've got weight issues, then it has to only be if it is for something that I could possibly do or would, that I would fit in with my life. And yep. I'm like, if you're a business, <laughs> actually do want to help and I'm in the business of helping people, which is kind of yeah. what we're up at. That's okay. It's actually what is gonna be the best for the most people. Yeah. What is for the most can... people that you enjoy?
1: Yeah. You've got to have the tool in place that really yeah. works.
0: The sort of the, the
1: strong feeling I have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I work in pediatrics. i worked in pediatrics a really long time, but my own children are grown up. So I'm not going to keep having children. And it's um, like the other little
0: analogy I often have. I often think about it. It's not well. There's um, plenty of male gynaecologists out there. Oh, a million. Are we actually saying that male <laughs> gynaecologists should not be allowed at all yeah. because they don't have a vagina? Therefore, they shouldn't be <laughs> able to, to, to work? And it's you know, it's kind of like quite an extreme example. But it's like no, it's
1: not about you. It's so. about what you enjoy, what you seek, what can you can help, business. With, what your speciality is what, yeah. you, what you feel strongly about yeah yeah what you feel strongly about yeah. I, mean, I, I thought when i came out i'd be working in respiratory medicine because strong history of respiratory issues in the family i've worked in that area all the rest of it i've worked oh. in pediatrics too but i didn't think that anyone would come to see me any pediatrics would come to see me the mothers yeah. were coming all the time family i think i've got about three asthmatics on my books like at any one time and all these yeah. years about three yeah. asthmatics. and it's just like how does that work Yes. it's done but I enjoy what you enjoy and it's the mothers that no. I enjoy the kids are kind of the side issue so one of the things I find practice incredibly fun
0: yeah when you start getting the results. Yeah. because it's actually seeing the smile on people's faces, yeah. actually seeing the bounce in their step, actually seeing that little spark of life come back into their eyes. Yeah. That yeah. That is the truly fun when they are coming back. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of practitioners lose sight of, of how much fun it really is. They, and then probably it comes down to the fact that either they're not getting the results or they're having to spend way too much time that they are not getting paid for in trying to come up with protocols to help people. And it loses its fun there. People don't appreciate what you do. They don't come back and tell you what they have. you've helped them. And that's where having a program, having that prepayment up front, having it so that, yeah, you are guiding them through. They know that they are coming to see you two, three months at least that is all where the fun yeah
1: making sure the systems are in place so that you understand having the system in place because if you understand your system that means you're able to explain your system it's like me I've got loads of educational offerings which i never managed to explain properly because there's just so many there I get muddled myself but what I hope is that people know I'm there to support them so they can actually go to me do you see people one-to-one or do you I mean I love my groups I love what Mm. I do I know what I don't do, and I make sure people know what I don't do. Yeah. And having systems in place, having people yeah. prepay, having just takes the weight off. It takes the yes. load off. Yeah. I think really it helps
0: you feel genuinely that you're in an equal partnership because yeah. there's respect on both sides. And because a lot of the comments we, you kind of read in a lot of the forums for, practitioner support. Often it's where the boundaries haven't really been very clear and clients haven't kind of understood what's appropriate in some ways. (laughs) Yeah. I'm
1: looking at them going,
0: okay, that's really sad that
1: that's happened. Yeah. <laughs> they, oh, yeah. there's clients messaging me all the time. I yeah, have never no. had oh, a client where? message me either. Yeah. No clients have no. ever messaged me. I would actually say clients to me are
0: so beautifully, I find them very straightforward. Yeah. And some practitioners that I've had, not it's often those are where the boundaries are a bit just not saying the inquiries sometimes i'm like it's kind of no wonder if you're not kind of respecting other people's time and then you get people not respecting your
1: time kind of absolutely boundaries are huge systems i think this that this is the ultimate of this conversation systems and boundaries people systems and boundaries we've got amazing systems that support us If Mm. we want to take them by the horns and use them, we've got boundaries that are clearly you can maintain and keep because technology will help you now. I have no phone callers coming Mm. through. I've blocked them Mm. all. If I don't have your number, my phone goes on to sleep. So I can't get these things out of hours. It is. Yeah, people know. I give them that. The clients all get that first information, says 24-hour cancellation. You can email me on this email at these times. It's all very, I don't have. Don't have the the dramas. Yeah, the dramas, no dramas yeah. let's not do yeah. dramas
0: it's certainly been a learning curve over the years though for me but it's I think if you are open to that recognition that you can learn from everything and you've yep. just got to you know like I've said I just love learning but actually yeah. you can learn from just day-to-day experiences okay I may have not reacted in the right the way there let's see what else I can do not just always blaming somebody else or yeah. you know
1: jumping to conclusions Let's find what's going to support you and find the lane that you yeah. want to be in and yeah. just go with it. So yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, yeah. time to go at being the bite size and all that. So yes. thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. It's been absolutely brilliant having you. And remember everybody, if you've enjoyed it too, I'd love a five-star rating. Don't forget to go into your podcast producer, whichever one it is, and give us a the rating. Five stars. Thanks, <laughs> folks. And in the show notes will be how to connect with Cherry and her courses, which she runs eight times a year. So there'll be one coming up for you when you need it. So thank you so much for coming on the show and I look forward to chatting with you soon. Thank you, Geraldine. That was great. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the Herbal Discussions more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.